Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest is Joe Motter, VP of Marketing at Brazen. Joe, it's great to have you on the show. Jeremy, pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. Engage Your Tribe is brought to you by Tribal Knowledge Podcasting. We're a full-service B2B podcasting agency. We help brands use podcasting as a fun and efficient way to have authentic conversations with the people you need to get to know to grow your business. You can learn more at tribknowledge.com. So, Joe, back to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, about your experience in marketing and about Brazen. Sure, I'll, I'll keep it short, but I started my career um, in market research many, many moons ago, but I was a, I think, incredible first role right out of college because it really immersed me in the world of data and analytics. And I think to, in order to be a successful marketer today, it is so, so important to have a really strong you know, skill set in, in data and analysis. So started my career in market research, then was fortunate to uh, work for a small digital marketing agency. So I worked on the agency side for close to, to 10 years and an organization, a small firm grow into um, a much bigger agency working in all parts of the business from branding to video to you know, websites and content. And so kind of really got to, you know, dig in and in a lot of different areas of, of digital marketing over 10 years, working with both big and small clients. And then about five years ago, I made the leap to the client side. Um, and that's what brought me to, to Brazen. I and mean, a little bit about Brazen. So Brazen is a virtual recruiting platform. We've been around for 10 plus years. We really were the first movers in the virtual recruiting and virtual events space. And as you can imagine, a couple of years ago, when the pandemic hit, the world was was forced to go virtual. And, and we were right there ready to, to, to meet the needs of, of the market. And it hasn't slowed down since. And, you know, as, as recruiting, as it becomes harder and harder for organizations to find talent, I'm sure your listeners, we all know, you know, you read about it all the time. It is incredibly difficult to find talent these days. Brazen plays a key part and a key role in that process to help organizations connect and engage with talent through our suite of, of virtual products. So a little bit about me, how I got to Brazen, a little bit about Brazen. Very cool. Thanks for that. And of course, you're dead on. Finding the right people, finding the talent is the name of the game these days, right? More, more people out there than ever, more opportunity, but more competition. Yep. And so you guys are, are really well situated. So now, as and, and, and you focused your efforts, your role in the company as the VP of marketing is to get the word out about Brazen, raise that brand awareness. And one of the tools in your toolkit is a podcast called Talent on the Rise. It's about trends and talent acquisition. So what inspired you guys to start a podcast and, and what role does it play in your marketing strategy? Yeah, sure. And we actually started this podcast about two and a half years ago. So prior to the pandemic, the first few episodes were actually in person, which was a lot of fun. Obviously, the last couple of years, we've transitioned to, to virtual. But, you know, two and a half, three years ago, we saw... In our space, again, we sell to talent acquisition professionals or recruiting professionals. You know, we saw that there was a space, there was a gap, there was a vacuum to, to be filled in the sense of there were no uh, really great 
channels to really know instances or examples of content where you were hearing from the C-suite. So in, again, the talent acquisition space, the C-suite is, you know, the chief human resource officer or the chief people officer. And these folks have so much to share with aspiring talent acquisition professionals. And so we saw this gap. A lot of times in our space, you kind of had this situation where it was the same people talking at conferences about the same topics. And so there was just a need for, for something new. And, and something unique, a different perspective. And who better than these individuals who have like made it through all of these challenges, right? Like they, they've run into these roadblocks. They've, they've had tons of success in their careers and they've gotten a seat at the table, right? They're, they're at the table with the CEO, with the chief marketing officer, with the CFO, right? They, they're, they're thinking about the entire company strategy. And so they just have so much to share so that was really the impetus. It's like we, we saw a need in our market. Brazen is also super connected across the entire talent acquisition space. And so, you know, we knew we had an a, a audience and we, and we knew we had a, we had people that we knew we could provide a platform for to amplify their voice. And so, and so, yeah, we, we decided to fill that, fill that need in the market and, and reached out to some of our friendlies, reached out to some of our customers, and it just kind of built upon itself from there. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. It, it's, I mean, the, the podcasts work best when they're helping to foster an ongoing conversation about whatever that conversation is, the trends in the industry, and to provide mm -hmm. that kind of platform for folks who have a lot to say, but aren't usually heard from. Great use case, great use case for a podcast. So now, your podcast is also a, a really useful sales tool for you guys. And I know that you work with the sales team. So say a little bit about how that works. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a couple different ways. I mean, what, when we like embarked on this journey, I think our number one goal was we wanted to show, show our market, show our audience that Brazen is like highly regarded in the talent acquisition space. And it, it isn't like we're going, you know, we didn't want to go out there and just say, hey, we were highly regarded, right? We wanted to let our actions do the speaking for us. Yeah. And so by connecting with the best of the best in talent acquisition, again, the CHROs, the chief people officers, VPs, that, that equity, right? Like becomes really strong with, with the market and, and with our community. So really that, like that, that that goal has really, I think, solidified our brand. It, it, it definitely drives awareness. Now, we're not talking about Brazen on the podcast. Yeah. We're talking about the challenges that are so unique to these individuals that are going to help our listeners be better at, at what they do. So we're not talking about Brazen, but like we know that through the consistent listening of our podcast and just through the name recognition that comes with, you know, with, with our listeners, you know, knowing that this is, you know, sponsored and, and hosted by Brazen, that, that goes a long way, you know, to when they do have a need for a virtual hiring mm -hmm. event platform or a virtual recruiting platform, Brazen's at the top of their mind, top of the list, because they're, they're, they're immersing themselves. We've built that relationship and that trust with them through our podcast. So, 
So that's number one. And we hear it all the time, you know, our sales team, like, you know, how did you hear about us? Well, you know, I first started listening to, to your podcast or, you know, I first mm-hmm. started uh, watching your video series because there's a couple different, you know, content channels that we use, but podcast kind of being the star of the show. So that's number one. Number two is what I think is, is something that we didn't even plan on doing, but just kind of started um, organically, which is our sales team, if they have a, a deal or an opportunity in the pipeline, they use our podcast as a way to speed up the deal. And what they do mm. and how they do this and how they're able to do this is if they're talking to, again, it's, it's, it's usually if they're having conversations with like senior level talent acquisition professionals, again, like the VP of, of recruiting, for example, they'll say, hey, you know, while they're trying to work the deal, while they're trying to sell Brazen, they'll say, hey, by the way, we've got this really popular podcast. Would you be interested? Like you have a, like you certainly seem like you have a lot of talent acquisition. We'd love for you to be a guest on that podcast. And so like the, the sales team can use that as a way to like, you know, build, I think, good rapport with that mm. prospect by inviting them on the podcast. And, and so like, that's another way we're trying to leverage it to speed up deals and, and to increase those close rates. So definitely mm-hmm. a bunch of different ways that the podcast adds huge value to, to the sales. Yeah. Really glad you brought up that last example. I mean, in your view, how exactly does featuring someone on the podcast help shorten those sales cycles or speed up the deal? Like what's the, by virtue of being on the podcast, how does that nudge that person along maybe? Yeah. I mean, I think maybe the the simplest way to think about it is if, you know, Brazen um, is going up against one of our competitors, right? And all else equal, if hmm. Brazen can like start to weave in this, this person, this prospect into, into our, into our world, into our ecosystem, they, they build a relationship with me as the host, right? And like I'm representing Brazen and they're thinking about Brazen probably more often and more deeply than they are the competitor. I mean, we almost like box the competitor out because we're spending mm. more time, right? And, and we've been, mm. you know, people, uh, a lot of times I would say our guests on the podcast, like myself here today, I mean, that there's like, there's some value I get out of being a guest on a podcast, just like my guests, like get mm-hmm. some value as well. Like they see it as like, we're, we're offering them something that no one else did because they get to, they get to be on stage. They get to get their personal brand out there, right? It, it probably mm-hmm. helps in their own careers to, to be a, a guest on, on a, a podcast that is so yeah. regarded. So, you know, that's just something like we're doing something unique, something different that are com- competition isn't. Yeah. Another way of offering value. Exactly. And the kind of value that you're, as you just said, your competition isn't offering and, and something else you said, just getting more time with them in a non-sales, non-transactional atmosphere. Absolutely. You nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So now you're one of the hosts of the podcast in your experience, what role does the host play in making a podcast really pop and really connect with your audience? Sure. I mean, I think it's, it's two things. I've, I've, I've distilled it down to two. One is, I mean, I think you have to like start with, with your audience, 
you know, and, 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 you know, what that means. And this is like maybe marketing one-on-one, but you, you have to, you have to know what, what your audience wants, like what, what's of yeah. interest to them. And, and one way we do that is we, we crowdsource the questions that we're going to ask during, during the podcast. So what that looks like is like, I'm super active on LinkedIn. I also like, I'm a part of a lot of the content creation for Brazen, working with our customers on case studies or working with our customers or prospects on like webinars on certain topics. And I'm constantly like ingesting the questions that people in our audience are asking. Maybe it's about like, how do I get better recruiting a diverse workforce? Or how do I mm -hmm. get better sourcing candidates, right? These are questions that I hear all the time. And so I know right away that like, if, you know, if a few people over here have those questions, it's likely that our audience is gonna have those same questions as well. And so we try to like weave and layer those questions into, into the brainstorm that I do with, with my guest. And then I think that's the first, half of it. The other half of it is like, how do I make sure that, you know, playing this, you know, role where I'm connecting with the audiences, I think you got to make your, your guest feel really comfortable. You want them to be engaged. You want them to uh, feel like it's a, a, just a conversation, right? Like I, I never like to make the podcast feel scripted. Even if we do, you know, have a brainstorm session and, and we, we talk about what topics we want to talk about, right? I think that's important too. It's taking those audience crowdsource questions and saying to my guest, you know, where do you feel most comfortable? Where's your expertise? Where can you really add value? And and so it, it, it's that alignment between the first and the second, right? My, my guest and the audience. And then, you know, the, the rest from there, it's, you know, when you get into the podcast, we just go deep and, and we're, we're open mm -hmm. to maybe layering in questions that didn't come up in the brainstorm, but you just, you start to get this, you can always, you always feel it as a host, right? When, when you're with a guest yeah. and it's just clicking, I'm sure Jeremy, you kind of have had the, the same feeling at times. Hopefully I'm one of those guests, but uh, either way, <laughs> you, you can really feel when the conversation is just, you know, adding a ton of value for, for listeners. So. Mm -hmm. Well, Joe, you are one of those guests. Absolutely. Yes. And I'm with you a hundred percent. I mean, I do hundreds of these interviews and it's in that feeling you described. It's a good feeling. Yeah. And it's a specific kind of good feeling you, that when you connect with another person in exploring an idea, it's almost kind of like a mind meld a little bit, you know, oh, yeah, and, and, like and that, that doesn't mean you're all, you're, you're just like agreeing exactly, but you're, you're bouncing ideas off each other in a kind of natural back and forth way. I think that humans are built to do that. Like we're really good at doing that. And when you can capture it in a podcast at its best, it's really compelling content. Yeah. I mean, you get done with those episodes. You're like, wow, that was so much fun. You're like, man, I love my job. Right. Like I, I get, I get <laughs> yeah. to be a host on this podcast, but like, like I would choose to do this even if I wasn't getting paid. Right. Like that, those are <laughs> right. always the best, the best, the best moments. Because it's fun to have good conversations with smart people. It Absolutely. just is. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's something that you've learned about producing a podcast that you didn't know when you started? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's a few different things. I mean, I think, you know, some of the basics, you know, and I, I was starting from pretty much nothing, but like some of the basics with like lighting for both you and your guests, right. If it's going to be a video podcast now, if it's audio, right. Like 
you're more concerned about audio, making sure that, you know, you don't have to have like fancy equipment to get really mm-hmm. great audio, but, you know, making sure that you're working with your guests on like where they should be in their, in their space or their house to, you know, ensure that the, the audio is of good quality. I think also like, you know, what have I learned about like the production? Like I've, I've been a, a guest on, on, as a as a guest i've i've been on some podcasts where it's just like they they throw you into the like live recording without any preparation and i think that that's a mistake i, I again i do yeah. like the organic conversations like you and i are having but what i appreciated about about you jeremy is that you spent some time going over, you know, who's your audience, you know, Joe, what's important to you. And yeah. that's the same thing that we do with our guests as, as well. We, we spend time ahead of time planning, making sure the guest again, feels comfortable, you know, that we can remove any of the fears or anxieties. And, and then it just becomes about the conversation. And I think lastly, like, you know, there, there, I think that we've, again, this is not a, I think a must have for, for every podcast but you know over time we've added things like you know we've got a an intro we've got an outro we've got a little music like you know i think that that just can add a little bit of you know it's like we we just go a little bit above and beyond and and i think that that can help separate you from the other podcasts that are in the market because you know even since we started ours two and a half three years ago there's a lot more podcasts, as you would imagine, that have come out in our space. And so we're always trying to find ways to differentiate ourselves, whether it's through the guests that we have, whether it's through the content that we have, and or through the production that we put behind the episodes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you really pay attention to all those things and spend enough time, then that equals not just an informative podcast, not just maybe an engaging podcast, but an entertaining podcast. Yeah. And I think that's often overlooked, but, but it's crucial. Podcast needs to be entertaining. Yeah, that's I mean, why people are going to come back. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if, if, if you didn't have any desire to make it entertaining, you might as well just get a transcript of the person of, of the conversation and turn it into a blog post. Right. But like, they're like, yeah. that's why the, this, this medium is, is so much fun because you can make it entertaining and, it's not always possible through some of the other mediums that are at our disposal. Yeah. Cause this is happening in real time. I mean, it's not a live stream. We're recording it, but we're having a real conversation. I mean, lots of things could happen. <laughs> you know, we don't exactly know what the next word out of my mouth or your mouth is going to be. And that's part of the fun of it. That's, that's part of what makes it spark a little bit. Absolutely. So, okay. A couple quick questions to wrap things up here. What's been your main focus so far in Q1? I mean, you know, we're, we're super aligned on, on sales. Our marketing team is, we've got such a great relationship with our sales team and, you know, we're, we're kind of, we're rowing in the same direction. We've got, you know, programs and campaigns that like support each other and we work really well together and, and we've got, you know, we each week we have a, a meeting we call tofu meeting the top of the funnel but really it's it's this combination between sales and marketing we're looking at the metrics and we're asking ourselves do we have enough pipeline do we have enough active opportunities and are we winning deals at a clip that will help us meet the goals and objectives uh, as it relates to to sales and and if not we ask ourselves what more can we do or what can we do differently and and if so we celebrate and we keep pushing forward Awesome. 
Now, did the name of that meaning just happen to add up to tofu? Or did you start with like, we want this to be called tofu. Let's find some words that, that make that acronym. Yeah, no, someone, so we, we have this amazing VP of, of RevOps, a shout out to, to Will Foley, but you know, he brought that, that terminology from his previous company. So he started about a year okay. ago. And he really kind of led the charge for for bringing us together, and, and that's what they had called it, I think, at, at his old company, and, and it just seemed to fit well for us here at Brazen. Okay, cool. And and maybe he also likes tofu as a food. <laughs> we yeah, maybe. We, we use lots of hopefully lots of tofu emojis in 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 our conversations with each other. Of, of course, you have to. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a, it's the door is wide open for that kind of thing. So okay, what are the top three KPIs that your boss pays most attention to? Yeah, that one's uh, pretty easy for me as well. It's it's uh, new business revenue, it's uh, gross retention, and it's net retention. And really all three of those add up to our growth as an organization. Mm. So it's probably, it's growth first and foremost. We've got growth goals for the year. And in order mm -hmm. to, to hit those growth goals, there's three different levers that you can pull. You can bring in brand new revenue, new sales, new subscription sales. So that's the new business. We can retain the current business that we have, right? Like we're not gonna grow if we, we have a, a leaky uh, boat uh, right. and we're losing customers. So we're really focused on making sure we retain uh, the customers that we do have. And then I think the, the third lever is, can we not only retain, but can we grow? Uh, the customers that we already have through cross sales mm. and upsells. So, but, you know, key one for me, like I said before, was really focused on new business. But as a marketing leader for the organization, I'm looking to kind of expand my role and, and influence, and, and we really need it to help with both the retention and the expansion. And so that'll be something I'll be looking out for as we approach, you know, quarter two and, and the rest of the year. Very good. Speaking of the rest of the year, what do you and your team hope to accomplish throughout the year? Yeah, I I think we we briefly talked about this in in our prep for this call, and you know the cool part is is the the my excitement and the things that I hope to accomplish it hasn't changed in the last week, which is you know at the top of my list is we want to build a community, and I think like the podcast quite honestly plays a part of that but when mm -hmm. i think about like a, a community it's 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 how do we bring together like the individuals in the talent acquisition space that again are having similar challenges and how do we bring them together whether it's in the slack group or some other platform or through some of our premium events that we want to start hosting and and, and not just you know talk to one person like we do in a podcast which again amazing way to kind of launch into the community aspect. But how do we how do we bring all of these really smart individuals together in a space, an intimate setting, whether it's a virtual space, you know, a Slack group, whatever it is, and 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 let them have these conversations about like, you know, hey, again, like I'm struggling with hiring diverse talent. Is anybody in this community, this brazen community, again, this is going to really, I think, play well for us. Does anybody have any ideas, tactics, strategies for how I can hire a, you know, more diverse talent pipeline? Mm -hmm. And brazen wants to be at the, at the center of that. And, you know, when I've, when I've seen this done really well by, by some other companies, what happens is naturally there's also like your customers are a part of this community. 
And you get your yeah. customers without even asking them, jumping in and saying, hey, by the way, have you tried Brazen? Like Brazen can help mm. you with that challenge, right? And so like you get your customers to tell your non-customers, people in this community, that Brazen is a solution to some of their problems. And so that's just kind of like, you know, we're trying to spin that up and I'm I'm super excited for that. And looking out again, I think that's going to feed our podcast. I think our podcast yeah. is going to feed the community and just this nice symbiotic relationship between the two. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's a great example of how you offer value, you give value, it will come back to you in the yeah, end. Yeah, that's a good way to to kind of, yeah, say that. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Joe, thank you so much. You were indeed an excellent guest, and I really enjoyed our conversation. I got that special feeling <laughs> all the way through. I mean, I, I really do. I, I love doing this, you know, love having these conversations. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. I've got that feeling too as a guest, Jeremy. Thank you for having me <laughs> on today. It was a real honor and, and a privilege. And I love your podcast and have a, have a great rest of the day. You too. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. Engage Your Tribe is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com, that's conversa with two N's, to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers they need to get to know to grow their business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.